Hi everyone, my name is Beth and you're listening to Entrepreneurs Generations Apart on Radio Karam, a show with a focus on interviewing business owners from different generations and industries driven from a simple question, what drives people to build businesses and thrive in doing work that they love? Today on episode 6, we interviewed Dimitri Levin, who is co-founder of KissUp, which is an easy-to-use phone for the young and the elderly based in Melbourne. Welcome, Dimitri. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me over. Cool. Thanks for coming down. Uh, so, can you tell me a little bit about your background and uh, what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Yeah, no, the whole thing started uh, probably about 12 years ago. Um, it was my wife's grandfather who used to deliver newspapers actually just around the corner from here for over a decade and one day he got lost he had mobile phone with him that we taught him how to use and it just didn't work he couldn't grasp the concept of opening the menus searching through contacts and then dialing someone it didn't work at all and it gave us a hell of a scare because i had to jump in the car i was driving around trying to find him um, we were lucky enough that Good Samaritan helped out and got him home and was way smarter than I was in doing so. But uh, yeah, we that triggered us to try to find a device that was really simple to use. There was nothing available. I was really lucky to have two really good friends of mine that I convinced to go on this really scary journey. And uh, it took us about two years to build the business from scratch. So how did you come up with the idea for, for Kissa? So as I mentioned, so my wife's grandfather, who wasn't able to use mobile phone, we've tried different devices. We've tried very simple uh, smartphones, the smaller ones. Um, the smaller they are, actually harder for, the, for him it was to navigate it because the screen was too small. Um, and he couldn't grasp the concept of touch screen. So we thought, okay, what we need to do is we need to some, make something as simple as possible and basically reinvent the wheel. So how do you go about it? How do you make something that's simpler than anything you've known? And it basically took a lot of a lot of trying to understand it. The way we've gone about it is we've decided to remove any assumptions about the end user. And the way you do it is basically by making everything about the device custom made to the end user. So that's how the idea came up. So the name of the company is Kisa, stands for Keep It Simple Always. So that's what we decided to do. We tried to make something that is complex, as simple as possible for the end user. What were the uh, struggles you faced when uh, starting the business? Oh, multiple, multiple, everything. So everything from understanding how to put together contracts, negotiating, keeping together everything for two years while you're financing the whole thing yourself, uh, putting together a supply chain for your company, putting together even facilities, find where to house your company for the time while you're not deriving any income. It's an expense and just struggling through every single step. Having a lot of luck on my side, that was really important as well, but perseverance helped as well cool so what advice would you give to those considering pitching their ideas to a show uh, such as Shark Tank try to look at yourself um, from third point of view so not your friend not your family they're always going to be friendly to you try to think of yourself 
place yourself outside of your immediate circle. How do people look at you? What sort of questions they ask? That's really important before you step into either TV show like Shark Tank or if you decide to pitch to any venture capitalist, they're going to look at it and they're going to ask questions. Um, and what you need to do, you need to be prepared for those questions. You need to know those questions in advance and you need to ask yourself. And the more difficult the questions and the better your responses, the better it's going to be. What was it like um, having Naomi Simpson assist you with Kissa? Uh, it was really, really good. She is one very smart cookie. So she's got fantastic uh, connections around, fantastic support for us. Uh, we worked well and it's just uh, can't speak highly enough of her. Cool. Um, what does a, a typical work day look for you? Um, coming in the morning, so one of the most important things for me is um, everyone's got a job to do. My job is to make sure everyone's got everything they need to do their job. So first thing in the morning, I'll come in, I make coffee for everyone in the office. We've got a proper coffee machine. I love my coffee. So we've got a proper coffee machine that was set up and I make coffee for the whole office. Get to my desk after that, go through emails, multiple emails, phone calls, look at the, like, make sure I'm up to date with my calendar, everything that needs to be done throughout the day. My team has ability to put in um, appointments for me, so I need to speak to other organizations or there's something else happening I need to be aware of, so they put it in my calendar as well. Mm -hmm. I work with them to make sure that everything's um, structured and they understand what they can do, cannot do with it. Um, just, yeah, plow through the whole day. Because of the nature of what we do, there's a lot of software development that we do as well for to develop the product, to develop the services. Uh, a lot of it is, is done offshore, so not in Australia. That, that means our my hours are not limited to nine to five. And um, I think I've read something really funny. So, you know, there was a saying that if you want it, like I've quit nine to five job and I've started my own business to now work from midnight to midnight. So that it's not the hours are not limited and my day goes sometimes till midnight till 1am depends which countries I need to you know phone calls with video calls with so Europe takes me really late um, America's take me yeah, get out of the bed really early Wow. Um, what do you like most about your own business the feeling of achievement so the uh, impact that we making it's not so I worked for other large organizations I worked on the projects and the projects have been you know really successful and it's good but you don't see the impact that it has and uh, the impact that we're having it's just incredible and I can give you a couple of stories where we've um, we've been contacted by our customers afterwards so this one lady um, her son's got intellectual disability and at the time he was living with her um, when we when she got Kisa phone for him he then had to move out because he became adult he had to move out and he lived with uh, um, adults his uh, with his abilities as well so they well matched and he, there's a housing project that they can live and what she said after six months after having um, him live away from her for six months she said that every day, every evening, they'll have a phone call. 
they'll have conversation. And at the end of six months, she managed to get him to say, love you, mom, which was incredible. And she's written this fantastic letter to us and say, I, you know, guys and girls, you probably don't understand how much of an impact you make or you made to my life because he gained his independence and he grew as an as a person and he was and this ability to communicate is what allowed him to do it because he was able to reach out to the family and he was able to converse that gave him that independence and self-assurance and that was incredible so that's why I do it because the the feeling that we get from hearing those stories is something that you just you can't put price on at all. What advice would you give to those uh, considering creating their own business? There are so many things. Ma- mainly, and there's, there's actually nothing main about it. A, try to persist as much as you can, but also at the same time be critical of everything that you do. You have to have so much, as I mentioned, luck on your side. Without luck, nothing's going to happen doesn't matter how persistent you are doesn't matter if your idea is one of the best ideas in the world without luck nothing's going to happen without support around yourself nothing's going to happen without being critical of yourself nothing's going to happen you have to have so many things that fall into play and just line up for you it's incredible so even um, uh, after shark tank i've been in touch with so many other entrepreneurs that went into the shark tank even before and after and uh very few survive and it's just the nature of it so you have to be realistic if you have something that is worth pursuing do everything you can but be realistic it's not going to be nine to five it's not going to be it's going to be around the clock you're going to have huge jobs you're going to have incredibly low downs and you need to be prepared you can't be actually no you can't be prepared for anything you have to take one day at a time and just keep going at it but still be self-critical because you need to realize that if something's not happening, either how do I overcome it or is it the right thing to do? Cool. Um, are there any books that have helped you over the years as a business owner or even in life? Yes, there's one uh, particular, there's two books that I quote and they're a series of one. Um, it's called Freakonomics, which uh, now there's podcast, there's a movie about it. And it's not a book that teaches you to, you know, how things work. The, what it teaches you is to think about it because it, some things work outside the box. Um, there's so many chapters. That, not, that book is not, both books, they don't, they're not like a flow of a regular book that you read. They have sections, very specific sections that are so unique. I've never read anything like this before and it's... I highly recommend it. Cool. Um, who is an older person that you admire and why? My grandfather is a person that just bigger than life, who I really look up to. Um, he passed away now, but uh, he fought in World War II. He, during the battle, he was shot in the head. He was buried. He crawled out of his own grave and he crawled and he survived and he persisted with it. And I wouldn't be here without him. But yeah, he's the sort of person that went through so much in his life. We think we've got it difficult. 
and then you compare it to someone who lived through you know major major things and you realize no you, what, what we are facing is probably nowhere near as difficult as what he's the, what what this generation lived through so that's the person i look up to wow amazing um our uh, if our audience would like to get in touch with you how can they find out more about yourself and kids uh the easiest way to get in touch with me is through linkedin so my profile i don't have facebook i don't have twitter on my phone i have linkedin on my phone so if you want to get in touch with me look me up dimitri levin or look up for company Kisa and you'll find uh, my profile through it. Our website is kisa.com.au. So if you wanted to reach out through that, there's contact us form. That's the easiest way to do it as well. Thank you so much, Dimitri, for being part of the show today. It's been uh, wonderful talking to you. I hope you enjoyed the, this episode of Entrepreneurs Generations Apart. If you're an entrepreneur and would like to take part in future episodes, email Bev at celebratelivinghistory at gmail.com or connection at radiocurrum.org.